This is Tiffany Sutherland, and you are listening to Chasing Dreams with Amy J. Welcome to Chasing Dreams podcast with Amy J. Amy believes that realizing a life without regrets is achieved by taking chances, chasing your dreams, making moves, and overcoming your doubts. The Chasing Dreams podcast will help you overcome life's obstacles, believe in your potential, and inspire you to face your fears. And now here's the woman who is passionately pursuing her dreams, Amy J. Hey, Dream Chasers, this is Amy J. Thank you so much for tuning in to this special episode 199. Mind-boggling, guys. Mind-boggling. Yeah, I'm so excited to share this episode with you. But first, a word from our sponsor. This episode of Chasing Dreams is sponsored by our 2019 Fundathon supporters. Fundathon is our fundraising efforts to keep this show on the air till March 2020. To do that, we need to raise $13,000 and we're on our way, but we still need your help. If you'd like to donate, please visit amyj21.com slash donate. And Dream Chasers, two things I want to remind you of, whether it's for us or another charity or cause you want to support. One, it's not the size of the donation that matters. So if you can't donate a lot, think nothing of it. Know that I appreciate the $12 donations just as much as the other donations, because I know that's your lunch money. That's your money to go see a movie or go out. So regardless of how much money you can give, your donation is important, and I thank you for your generosity. And two, please don't wait for someone else to help out. You can't control the actions of others, only your own. We can't reach the goal without your help. Again, if you'd like to support us, please visit amyj21.com slash donate. And to all those who have donated so far, thank you. Guys, my dear friend, Tiffany Sutherland is here today. If you guys remember, Tiffany was on the show back in 2016, December, and it was like episode 71, and we were catching up with her and what she's doing, and she is a lawyer by training, a change agent at heart. And she is also the founder and host of the How Does She Do It podcast, dedicated to sharing practical advice on the intersection of faith, personal growth, and professional development. She's been a TEDx speaker, served as a panelist, moderator, speaker. She has done it all. And I am so stoked to have her on to find out how things have been going since we had her on last, right? It's been not quite three years, but close. And so it's time to find out what has Tiffany been up to. And I will only tease you to say she has been busy. So check it out. All right, guys, I want you to meet Tiff South. Tiffany is back and she's here. Tiffany, how are you doing? I am blessed and highly favored. How are you, Amy? I am, you know, I am on cloud nine. I got to admit, 199. Girl, when you, when you're, you remember you were 71. We were in double digits. That's crazy. Not only are we in double digits, you are about to be in 200. 200. Um, you just hit That's 100. three digits. That's, That's three, three digits. digits. You are in the three digit club. You just recently hit a hundred what are you at 105 104 104 104 as of this recording as of this recording and that is phenomenal just as much and you know i i wanted to have you back on the show once because it's been at least three some years it has been some time it's been some time um i've known 
following you on social media, being friends with you. You've had things going on. You've been chasing your dreams. You've been helping other people. You hit triple digits in episodes. You're still doing the podcast thing. You're still helping other people. And I was like, you know what? We need to check in. We need to check in. And who better than you to come up and help me ring in 200 as we as we kind of get into that. And yes. so tell us, catch us up. What have you been doing the past three years? Rusty, when you say chasing dreams, that's exactly what I've been doing. First, mm -hmm. I want to say thank you for um, having me back on again and sharing my um, sharing your platform and your audience with me. It means a lot to me. Um, I have been continuing to build my business and see the vision that we talked about back in episode 71 mm -hmm. to see it through and to watch it grow and evolve. And it has been an awesome journey. It's been a, um, my legs are tired from the chasing piece of it, mm -hmm. but more than just chasing, I can start to feel the grasp of it as I continue to take more action and put myself out there a little bit more, try some different things. And it has just been, it's been great. I, you mentioned um, continuing the podcast. I'm at, as of this recording, I episode 104. I have interviewed some amazing people. I have it connected with some phenomenal women across this country, even across the world. I've had calls with women based in the UK and mm. Canada, and it's just been, it's been super great. And um, I'm just, I'm really grateful and really humbled that I'm still able to do uh, you know, to do what my dream is in addition to balancing a, a career in a sort of a day career while building something else at the same time. You know, three years uh, or so is, and it's, it's been way more than three years because you've been chasing this dream. You know, that's a long time. And, you know, some people can get frustrated when you go that long and you're not seeing the results you wanted to see, right? Because sometimes people are focused on the end and not the journey in those in the time that you we've last talked or even just before have you been frustrated challenged or entertained the idea of detouring diverting changing stopping you pick your adjective pick your verb yes and I, I, and it's funny because when i um there is an episode of my podcast that came out in probably february or march of 2018 mm -hmm. And I was so frustrated in that episode. And I remember like pal like feeling when I was recording that episode, like no one is listening. I don't hear from anyone. I don't get any feedback. And I even verbalized it on that episode. And so I, I, I share that example because when, based on what you, you just said, that sometimes we get caught up in looking for certain metrics and outcomes, yeah. not recognizing that, once, as you start to take steps and move towards what your your goal is, the the targets shift. Your vision, your long term vision, is often still the same, but the way that you measure your success on the journey looks different. And you have to be willing to adjust your lens and not throw out the you know the glasses altogether, right? Mm -hmm. If you could imagine, you know, if you ever get your eyes checked and you go to the doctor and they're like, click, click. Like, does this look better? Does this look better? And it might be marginally different. If that, yeah. <laughs> if that, if there's ever a difference, yeah. but there's something happening in the adjusting of the vision and, but the letters on the board don't change. Mm -hmm. Just your ability to see it in the moment shifts, your perspective shifts. And so I have absolutely been tired, absolutely come home and sometimes wish 
that I did not have this ambition. Sometimes I'm just like, why, why can't I just want to come home and not help women, not record this podcast, not, you know, I just want to come home and eat and watch Netflix. And sometimes I do that, right? <laughs> there are definitely days, many days when I do that. Self-care is a thing. Guys. Self-care is a thing. Self-care, absolutely a thing. But at the end of the day, the fire is too hot to stop mm-hmm. and not keep going. So it's okay to stop. It's okay to adjust. It's okay to rest. It's necessary to rest, not even just okay. It's necessary to rest. But when you know what your vision is, mm-hmm. that is what keeps driving you. And when you keep moving, you start to see some of the impact. You start to see some of the growth. How do you maintain that fire? How do you stoke it when it's going low, when it's almost out? How do you get it back? What do you do? I, and hopefully this doesn't sound vain, but sometimes I look at the reviews on the podcast. Mm -hmm. I look at messages that people have sent me. I reflect on conversations that I've had with my clients. I think about the fact that a woman who started Elevate Your Career Academy, for example, and by the end of it says that she literally felt change and other people noticed the change in her as a result of just eight weeks of working with us and working in the group. And so when I remember, when I focus on what other people say about the work that I do, Mm -hmm. it's not to gas me up, but it's to remind myself that I'm doing this not for me. (laughs) I'm doing this for other people. I'm doing this because I have been gifted in such a way that I can help other people achieve their gifting and recognize their gifting and unlock what God has designed for them. Mm -hmm. And, um, and so that's, that's how I revisit, I revisit what the people who I work for, the people who I do it for. So I'm glad you said, um, you know, it doesn't come off as vain. But what, it, what was interesting to me was that you felt that you needed to put that disclaimer out there, right? And the reason yes. is, is that we sometimes, we forget that um, it's okay. It's okay. Other people, I'd be like, you know, so remember what people are saying about you. Remember what you're doing, right? But for us, we have such a hard time telling ourselves it's okay to look at what people are saying about us. It's okay to honestly bask in the positive encouragement you're getting because that's what it is. It's not that you're taking it and you're saying, I'm all that. If anything, it's the opposite, right? I mean, you're trying to remind yourself that it's okay. Exactly. And that's, and that is really powerful because I think as, as a woman of color, I, as a black woman in America, one of the things that I grew up always feeling and and due to a lot of different circumstances in my, in my, my childhood, I often felt like I needed to be seen, but not heard. Mm -hmm. Like it was important to kind of not quite blend in, but like I had, I remember wanting to vie for attention Mm -hmm. because I, I I wanted to feel valued. Like I wanted someone to see me. And so it gets, it feels uncomfortable when I'm like, when someone is seeing me and saying, oh, Tiffany, this is really good. And I'm like, wait, I, I don't know what to do with this because it feels weird. It's hard, it's hard it to really take a compliment. Is. It really is. But what I've, what I have learned to, one of the things that I do in the moment when someone is complimenting me, and this is something that I think many of your listeners would probably benefit from is to say, I receive it. When you feel that moment of like, uh, when you feel like you are ready to qualify a compliment, well, no, this was just, oh no, it's not a big deal. Or you're ready to deflect 
you say thank you, I receive that. And it breaks that that yes. that cadence of wanting to respond right away and allows you to just let let the compliment just rest on you. And uh and that has been a really helpful little tactic for me to just allow mm-hmm. allow um someone to because really what it is is you should allow people to to tell you thank you. Yes. Right? Yes. Like that's what we should be allowed. You should do that because that's being kind to that person as they're being kind to you as well. Yeah. And, you know, it's interesting. Um, recently, a, a friend's grandmother, uh, may she rest in peace, had before she had passed, we had graduated from law school and she gave a gift to myself and my sister. And I was like, oh, you didn't have to do that. And she must have been she was I think she was like 89 or something. And she's like, honey, I know I didn't have to do that. You don't have to tell me I didn't have to do that. I wanted to do that. Don't tell people they don't have to do things. I was like, I, I was quickly schooled, uh, right? It, it, you know, as as one can be. And if it taught me a lesson, actually, she's right. When people are giving compliments, it's not because they feel they have to. They want right. to. And, and we're so quick to dismiss it or, like you said, qualify it. And right. we shouldn't. We shouldn't right. at all. And you guys, if you're listening, it's a habit that we all have innately. Uh, except for the arrogant, uh, but you know, <laughs> receive it. Like to, I think that's a great piece of advice in action to yeah. to take it. I receive it, and I receive it. If you if you don't feel comfortable, then save it for that day when you're feeling down about chasing your dream, and mm-hmm. use it like Tiff is doing, and try to bank your fire again. Yeah. Hey, if you guys want to bank my fire, feel free to leave a review on iTunes. Absolutely. Those things, they're, they're really, they're really impactful. They do. And you don't realize the impact of it. Like, I, I don't think I say that a lot, actually leave a review on iTunes because I, I don't like to ask people of that. You know, it's hard to ask things of others. Um, Mm -hmm. You know, this year alone, recently, we've done things that are just out of norm donations, asking for it, doing the fundathon, which is so much fun. But you know, I don't necessarily like asking that of people, but it goes outside my comfort zone, but it's so that I can do something else and help others. You mm-hmm. recently have also done things outside of your comfort zone or tried new things um, that I don't think I necessarily saw you do before, such as uh, guesting on episodes, co-hosting mm-hmm. episodes. Like, what's that been like? Doing things that you don't normally do. How was how did you get to those decisions and you know what was it like? Do you regret them? Good good call. Good call, definitely. And I think what it is is I was working with a um a coach uh, last year, and one of the things that she constantly reminded us was <clears throat> and us in the in the mastermind is you can't you can't get you can't make progress without risking something. You can't r- make progress without risking failing. Mm-hmm. And you learn in the moments of risk. You learn in the moments of failure. And and so in order for me to grow a business, in order for me to grow myself, I had to take different chances. So for example, like posting more videos more frequently because I recognize, and this is something I talked about in one of my um, IGTV videos, was that I was hiding and not taking risks is a, is a, an example of hiding. And it's, an ex- it's a way of protecting yourself from what you think might happen on the other side of doing that scary thing. 
And so I realized that I have never, the sky has never opened up. Lightning has not struck me when I've taken a major risk because I'm not taking a risk that involves me standing and holding a metal pole during a lightning storm, right? right. Like those things are not the, the fear that we have of what's on the other side of taking something, of doing something scary. It hardly ever materializes in the way that we build it up in our mind. And so it has been a really great journey for me to do things like put myself on my, my, more podcasts, talk more um, openly about some of the things that I'm experiencing in my business and in my growth. And, um, and even making asks to your point of people to join programs, to be a part of workshops, to join groups that I'm hosting. Like those things are really scary, but the reward is that I've elevated my, my business. I'm elevating my profile. I'm mm -hmm. building my brand. I'm stretching myself. So there's always way more reward than there is risk on in trying some of these things that are not like, they're not actually life-threatening. They're not actually going to result in harm to me or anyone else, right? Um, so so it's been it's been really fun. And what I love is that you're, you're essentially taking my motto for the year, which is embrace your fears. And the thing is, is that you're right. You're absolutely right in that we build up this fear, this bad res result that will happen if we do this. And we focus so much on that negative aspect that we forget that the positive aspect which we have an inkling of, may be bigger. Right. And you won't know until you actually do that thing. And that's the thing that's so powerful is that when you get on the other side of doing that scary thing, now you've built up your muscle mm -hmm. to do more scary things, quote unquote. Yeah. And you're like, okay, if I've hosted a webinar once and I didn't die, I can host another webinar and I probably won't die. I might mess up. I might embarrass myself by saying something silly, but that's going to be fine because most times people are so kind to you anyway. Right. And you, so if you, the more you do it, the more reward that you, that the more momentum you gain, the more, um, the, the bigger your fear, um, your risk muscle becomes, mm -hmm. if you will. So it's interesting in your example, just then it, it brought up one of the fears I think that capture so many dream chasers so often and that's the fear of low results, hmm. the fear of not meeting the expectation. And, um, you know, we let that hold ourselves back because, yeah, it didn't meet your expectation. Maybe maybe I don't I don't know if I want to go live because what if nobody shows up? What if nobody tunes in? Right. And it, you're right. What if nobody tunes in? But what if one person does? what if one person's person watches the replay, mm -hmm. right? Like what if you, and that person is, is impacted by the thing that you said, because again, I am, I don't have a celebrity's profile, right? I am nowhere near any of that, but what the impact that I, the feedback that I get based on the things that I do, like I put out a video yesterday on, on Instagram and <laughs> the video had a typo in the title. And I was, I recorded the video sitting in my, sitting in my car on my way into Ikea. And I had this thought about the power of purging and this, you know, whatever. So I record this video and I came up with this caption, this title, I edited it um, and forgot to complete the edit before I locked it in and loaded it to Instagram. By the time I caught it, it had a hundred views on it. And I was like, okay. And it had comments mm -hmm. and it's like, okay, I can either take this video down and be embarrassed or I can roll with it, accept it and allow it to be, allow it to exist as it is. And I let it stand. I edited the title. I edited the, the caption 
um, of the video to include a joke about me having a, t a uh, <laughs> an error in the heading. And so I all I say share that example to say that you we if you are putting yourself out in some way, your mm -hmm. gift, your gold, your business, your thought out for public consumption in some way, and it is being consumed on any part of these internets, there are people who are not doing what you're doing, mm -hmm. which means you are already brave. The idea, the fact that you're pursuing something, you are already inspiring somebody because there's somebody else who is not doing and not pursuing what they're after. Yeah. And just by you showing up for that one person, typo and all, you are doing something that somebody else has not done yet. Done is better and than perfect. Done is better than perfect. Yeah. And so I can't say that I'm going to leave that video up there forever because the typo does bother me still to this moment. But <laughs> the video, it was a I, good video. I challenge <laughs> you to leave that video alone. I think I'm going to leave it alone. And I probably will record a video after it talking about the typo on the other one. Yes. And there it's you like, go. But see, there you go. You just got something because of that, that another video out of it, right? Exactly. You've affected exactly. the lives of a hundred people before you caught it. And I, I credit you for not taking it down because I, I think it's, we're so caught up in appearances and opinions of others that if we don't let authenticity rule our lives, we become fake. Exactly. And that, and so, and to your point that the reason, one the reason why I didn't take it down is because three people already commented on it, which means the typo didn't distract them from the message. Your imperfection does not distract from your message in the way that you think it does inside your own head. Mm. Because none of us are perfect. None of us, I, I don't live a curated, I can't live, let me not say I don't live a curated life because we do choose what we put up on Instagram, right? <laughs> I don't walk around, I can't, I'm not gonna lie about that, but I don't walk around with people protecting and putting bubble wrap around my life every day or do it like none of us most the average person doesn't live that life and so to your point it is our authenticity is what makes yeah. us connect to others and you don't realize you don't realize the impact you have on others or what it is doing for someone i've had people come up and say that january challenge i did where it was a, a video a day for 31 days right people afterwards were like hey i was really inspired didn't write a comment didn't like it necessarily but afterwards you know in a social gathering it was like hey amy JG, i saw saw your vids and you know i was really inspired and i'm like wait wait what like comes out of nowhere because you don't know who's listening who's watching who's exactly. you know and, and you know as a, as a gentle reminder once again folks al gore's internet is permanent don't care what you try to do. Anything you put out there will be permanent and people will see. So one, make some sense when you, when you do it. Be careful. Be responsible. But, you know, use discretion. But there will be people down the road who will look back on these videos, who will be like, who will be touched by episode 200 of Tiffany's and be like, wait, who is this? Let me check her out. Let me look at her videos. Come back and look at these videos that she's done on Insta, on the webs and see what she's done, who she is and how she's impacted and be influenced. You don't understand the impact. And that's the thing. We think we know. We think right. we know the extent of things, but we just have no idea. Exactly. Which is why you have to keep going. And it's funny. You, it's funny you say that because first of all, your video challenge in January inspired me as well. And I remember I mentioned, I was like, oh, and I was like, oh, I'm gonna do it too. And then I didn't. And I was like, oh, I'm the worst. I, I was like, oh, I'm gonna join in. I didn't join in. Right. 
coat. But we have to be, we have to keep going, right? Because yeah. there are people who, so one of the, one of the people that is, hasn't been inspiring me to create more video content is a person, is an a online personality named Kev on stage. Kev on stage will probably never know. He is awesome. I yes. I'm a big fan. Awesome. Mm-hmm. I'm a huge fan of his and it is his conversation mm-hmm. around his growth and around the importance of him putting up a video every day, even when he doesn't think it's funny, even when he's just like, oh, this is going to be terrible. Even when he was getting seven views while he was still working, mm-hmm. he is it's, it's his motivation and his continued growth that inspires me. And so to that point, like you don't know, and to your point, you don't know who's watching you. And if you know that what you're doing is adding value and you're not putting raggedy, you know, mean spirited, negative stuff into the universe. If you're putting good stuff out there that you feel good about, and even when you're like, oh, this might not be the best, or it might have a typo in the title, put it out there anyway, because someone is benefiting from it. You know, uh, something earlier you said, and I, I'm a big fan of Kev on stage. Um, I'm finally, I'm going to see his real comedians of social media at the I end of the month. At the, at the end of June, he's coming to Baltimore. Enjoy, enjoy. Thank you. I, I, I'm going to, I'm going to. And, and he has a very, um, his model is hard work. That's what it is. You know, he is not anywhere close to where he began, right? He's come a long way. He used to work day jobs and do the comedy thing, right? He used to do whatever he could. He put in the work. And coming back to you, you're doing the same thing. And I love I love the fact that you acknowledge the fact that you're working a day job. Because sometimes I think people think the only way that they can chase a dream is if they do it full time. Like, no. <laughs> right. No. But there is, so there is something though. I ha- So a mentor of mine told me, it's probably been quit? three years, three years since he told me this. Uh-huh. He said, you, when you are talented, you will always have opportunities. You will have opportunities to, per, to pursue a corporate career. You will have opportunities to apply to new jobs. You will always find things interesting. But at some point, you're going to have to choose because one will begin to suffer. Mm. Now, I say that to say not to jump out the window and just like, you know, if your situation does Don't not allow for you. Right. If We're not saying quit your job. Because I have not done that yet, Right. What I am saying, though, is that there, what I am recognizing is that there will come a point where I am going to have to make a decision. I don't know. And that, and, and that's only based on the vision that I have for it. Now, the, your decision point, everyone's decision point is going to be different and impacted by a number of different factors, as it should be, right? So what we have to be careful of is monitoring or, or, or rather creating our blueprint based on somebody else's building. Oh, say that again. We have to be mindful of creating our blueprint based on somebody else's building because everyone's individual circumstances that they don't post on social media, that they don't write about on their blogs is different. It's behind the scenes. I don't know what their bills look like. You don't know what you, Mm -hmm. you know, all those things. But if you know your vision calls for a certain type of room and space that you currently do not have, it's important to be intentional about what you're designing your life to be like in order to make that vision come because there is going to, that tension is always going to exist. And if you're okay with that tension, that's fine. Like, again, this is, again, I am on this journey. So I'm not saying this as someone 
who has done this yet. Right. But I'm saying this as the, someone who currently lives with that tension yeah. and who currently exists in that space. And it is, it can be very frustrating. And, um, and it is, it, it becomes, it can become sometimes just like, okay, what am I doing here? You know, it's, it's one of those things where um, I think what's frustrating is I love your analogy because I think oftentimes we use others as our barometer incorrectly and in, uh, unfairly to them. And the thing is, right, I, I don't disagree with what your mentor says. I think, yes, something is going to suffer if you're going to want to continue to grow. These are the things people have to, to weigh, right? For example, I came back to Baltimore to take care of my parents, right? I'm here. I'm working full time. I'm still doing the podcast and I'm still chasing my dream, right? But I can't chase my dream full time when I have dependence. Exactly. Right. So my circumstances are different. But recently I had heard someone else had gone full time with what they wanted to do, their passion. And I'm like, oh, man, that's that's awesome. Good for them. I could have easily felt bad about that. Right. Because I'm like, because I do think one day when the time is right, I will do this full time. Not necessarily podcasting, guys. I do more than that. But like in my dream chase, I would do my chase uh, full time. But, you know, now is not the time. But the thing I think that I take from that is I need to use my time wisely and learn from it. And I think that's the difference. I can't use someone else's barometer as my measuring piece. No, and that that's the pow- that's the the downfall and the 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 risk of Al Gore's internet because it creates this it rather it doesn't create it taps into what I think is a very natural human emotion of comparison. Mm-hmm. Like we, it's easy. It's very easy to compare yourself to yeah. others, but you're comparing often apples to watermelons, mm-hmm. right? Like you are, but, but in your mind, you're looking at somebody, this is actually something that, that Kevin Sage talks about too. He's like, he'll always, he uses this example a lot where he'll talk about comparing himself to LeBron James and all LeBron James has done by his age. But he's like, LeBron is an athlete. I'm a comedian. How am I even making that comparison? And I do the same thing. I'm yeah. looking at people who are five years, 10 years younger than me, who didn't go to undergrad mm-hmm. And who didn't go to graduate school and who have businesses that are seven times bigger than mine. But I'm like, oh, man, I can't believe yeah. they're 10 years younger than me and they're doing these things. It's like our lives are it's completely easy. different. It's easy. Yeah. You can't, it's, not, it's not fair to yourself. It's not, to your point earlier, it's not fair to this other person by you projecting your, like, your stuff onto them when that is not a fair, it's not a fair comparison. So you have to run your own race and you draw inspiration from other people. Absolutely. Mm-hmm learn lessons from them, but you have to, it's like going to the grocery store and picking up different elements in order to build a salad. Like you're making your own salad, but you're going to take a cucumber from over here. You're going to take a tomato from over here, some different types of lettuce, right? You're building your own thing, but you're using elements and pieces from other people in order to build what ultimately will become your own blueprint and your own path. Well, the other thing, right, related is that when we compare, do you even know what you're comparing? Right. You're comparing where you are to their the tip of their iceberg. You don't see all of the work that's under the surface. You don't see you hear overnight success. And I'm going to call you a liar because they worked hard. I don't I don't know if I, I can name a single overnight success. There's no such thing. No, right? there isn't. There isn't. <laughs> you don't you don't know how hard they've worked. If you look at Kev on stage, since we're, we're using him as an example right now. 
you look at Kev on stage and what he does now, has his own production company, has his own building. That wasn't the case 10 years ago. That wasn't the case uh, six months ago, you know? Right. He worked hard for that. and But you're saying, hey, his end result compared to where I am now. Did you put in the work he did? Right. His and it's not, it's just... It's not fair. It's not fair. And we have to, and that, and that doesn't honor our own journey, right? Because nope. the, the part of the beauty of chasing your dream is, is the journey. Like it is the chase. Yeah. And that is, that's the stuff that you can, even when I look back to like, think about where I was three years ago to where I am now, so much has happened. Mm-hmm. and It has been my own individual journey, my own, you know, metrics that I did not hit but had new perspective on based on what the, the success that I did have, right? All this different thing, the fact that I have been able to, to, to run a cohort of an eight-week group coaching program twice in, in that time after having, having no foundation for it when we first spoke, like had no, had like thoughts of it, had notes in notebooks mm-hmm. that mm-hmm. I'd written down and build pieces here and there. And my own journey impacted by learning from other people, but my own journey in that time has been something that I can now help use to impact the lives of other people. But if I poo-poo my own journey because I'm like, oh man, it's not what I wanted it to be and everything is, then I'm disrespecting the people who I have worked with. I'm disrespecting the impact that I have had. I'm I'm minimizing the growth that I've made and that's not fair. You know what's interesting? I was going to talk about that next. The fact that you have had two cohorts right? But that's not something you've touted on social media. That's not something you've touted out in the world, right? So there are things that people are proud of with absolute 100% rights to be proud of, right? I am so proud of the fact that you've gotten two under your belt, right? As nervous as you were, as the webinars you put on, right? I would jump on. I'd be like, hey, I'm here learning, learning about what you were doing. And you know, we don't know everyone's struggles and you don't know everybody's wins. Not no. everything is uh, put on. Yes, let's let's get, go ahead and put that one out there. Not everything is on social media is accurate, nor 100 percent complete. Very true. It's very true. And actually, and I think to what we talked about earlier, part of me not doing not sharing that success mm-hmm. is somewhat of a, it's a fear Mm -hmm. because I'm just like, I'm worried about people's perception. I'm worried about all these different things. When in reality, what I'm coming to realize is that to your, to, again, to what you just said, I am, I have done something, something to be very, very proud of. Yes. And I am very, very proud of it. And I, as I continue to grow and hone my own voice and recognize that I have a gift that has the ability to help people in significant ways. And as I accept that, right? Because a lot of times we know mm-hmm. thing, like we know what we have, but we haven't embraced it with full arms and just wide open, just like, you know what? I am really good at this thing. Do you think like people who are, you think Steph Curry is like not sure that he's a great shooter? I'm pretty sure Steph Curry <laughs> knows. I think he knows. He's one of the best shooters in the history of the NBA. And he owns that when he goes out in the court and throws up 32 three-pointers in a game. Hopefully that number is not too high, but I think it's pretty accurate because he'll be like 11 for 22 in a game or something like that. But 
Like when we embrace the things that make us who we are, that is when we can begin to take those steps forward. Even as we feel the fear, we take that step anyway, because we've accepted what makes us excellent. We've accepted what the vision that we have and we're putting it out there. And that's the thing that I, that's where I am right now in my journey is that, you know what, I am really great at helping women own their confidence and find empowerment in their careers and help them, you know, understand their strengths and their voice in a way that no one else can based on the way that I've been designed to do so and the way that my training has allowed me to do it. And that doesn't make me arrogant. It just makes me confident in what I have to offer. And that is what we have to do. And that's what all of us have to do as we chase our dreams is own and accept and embrace what makes us who we are as we chase those dreams. And it's okay to do that. I, I'm so glad you said that because it's totally 100% okay to do that. In fact, encouraged because you, if you asked yourself, you'd be like, oh, no, don't do that. Don't, don't. But if you told somebody else and they were like, what do you think? You'd be like, yes, you absolutely should. Mm-hmm. Treat yourself like your best friend. Exactly. You would tell your best friend to do it. You should do it. Absolutely. You know? And Tiff, it's, it's been an amazing journey that you've been on. And when you're still going on, before I let you go, what is what is something we can look forward to you doing in the next year, two years that you're trying to that you that you don't mind sharing with that mm-hmm. you're working on that, you know, can inspire us to see how we don't have to have limits. I am looking forward to hosting live workshops, in-person workshops, live events. Um, I'm also hoping to um, to have a digital version of Elevate Your Career Academy so that I can make an adjustment to the live version of the program. And I am looking forward to writing a book I, I smile and I hesitate to say it because that's something that I've been you put wanting it out to there. do. No, you, do, you put it out in the ether there. It's got to be out there. Um, that is something that I look forward to doing. And um, and I'm just looking forward to continuing to, to grow and connect with people who are ready to elevate and ready to embrace what makes them excellent mm-hmm. and walk in it fully. I'm just so excited about continuing to be able to do this work and watch women just become so much more confident and comfortable in their own, in their own power and, and just, you know, own what, what they, what God has designed them to be able to do. And I can't wait to see the journey you continue to ride. Girl, I am so proud of you and so happy. And I couldn't think of anyone better to do 199 with than you. Thank so you. I appreciate now. Before I let you go, as usual, at per tradition, what is one thing you would tell someone who is chasing their dream to do? Take one step every single day. Take one step every single day and do don't let the brightness of your future vision Mm -hmm. dim and distract from the power of the moment that you can take every single day, because a lot of times we get so overwhelmed by how big we see our thing being or how big we, you know, the fear of what it could be that we take, we don't act enough in the, in the, in the moment to move and keep that momentum going. So take a small step every single day to build that momentum because that vision is becoming, it's getting closer and closer to you. The more you take steps towards it. I love it. I love it. Tiff, thank you so much for being on this show. I appreciate you. I can't wait to see what you got coming down the pipe. Thank you so much for having me. It's been a, been a pleasure. And there you have it, folks. That was Tiffany Sutherland. Isn't she doing amazing? I love her. She is doing phenomenally, chasing her dream 
even more so today than she was three years ago. And so you guys definitely want to check her out and everything she's doing. Go and find out more about Tiffany and the links we mentioned on the show notes page at amyj21.com slash episode 199. That's episode 199. All right, guys. There you have it. There is no other episodes before 200. We're here. That's it. I am so stoked to got to share this episode with you guys when we get there. Come back next week, Wednesday, July 10th, when I share with you episode 200. There will be announcements. There are going to be changes. You're going to want to be there. So check it out. I will see you next time. So until then, guys, keep chasing. Thank you so much for listening to Chasing Dreams. Amy would love to connect with you and hear all about your pursuit of chasing your dreams. Connect with her on Facebook, Twitter, or Instagram via at Chasing Dreams HQ. Or you can find Amy on Twitter at AmyJ21. That's A-I-M-E-E-J-2-1. Be sure to visit headquarters over at ChasingDreamsHQ.com for more inspiration, motivation, and resources to help with your own dream chase. We hope you'll join Amy next week. And until then, keep chasing. Chasing.